Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, band names, restaurants, and we have part one of our interview with Holly Price and Manish Lander from the Westminster Drug Project. Hello. Hello. How are you? Not bad. Is anyone there? Is anyone there? We have got listeners. We've actually got quite a lot of listeners now. Surprisingly. <laughs> It surprises me greatly. It surprises you. It surprises me even more. How greatly does it surprise you? It surprises me so greatly. But we're doing alright. We're doing alright. Yeah, we're getting there. A few thousand subscribers. Still living the dream. I've got to be honest, after last week, which wasn't our finest podcast, I think after we said, that was a bit rubbish, wasn't it? Um, We're going to... But we dedicate to releasing one every week, I guess. We're committing now. Yeah. Some of, look, 72 episodes in, not all of them can be that great. Do you know what I mean? So Some of them are great because we're, we are sleep deprived. You know, you know what? The Barry Gen- and Beryl episode is a Barry key highlight. Barry and Beryl is a classic. But genuinely, we've got to be in the mood. So either we need to be quite excitable and quite energetic, and that might be either due to lack of sleep or actually feeling quite fit, healthy and rested. The best ones are the ones we do late at night and early in the morning. True, true. And that's the reason. Either we're too tired or um, full of energy. We're, we're too tired to have a brain, brain to mouth filter <laughs> or we've got so much energy we can come up that, with that we can actually come up with some fine things. That makes a good podcast, just a lack of a brain to mouth, mouth filter. filter. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Should we actually start the podcast as we normally do, with an introduction? Yeah, you can go first. I am joined by the chopstick queen of Rainham, it's Charlotte Dames. I'm joined by the lead vocalist of Chris and the Slippery Humans. (laughs) Oh, that is a band name. Chris and the Slippery Humans. I'm glad you like it. You picked it yourself. Did I? Yeah, like a month ago. What a what? Random band name generator. Right, right. While you're while you're talking to the audience, oh, I'm um, going to get random band name so generator. So, what what do you want to talk about? Are we talking about um, the, the environment? Are we talking about Brexit? Are we? No, no, <laughs> definitely not. We are definitely not talking about Brexit. Honestly, I'd be surprised if they solved it before before I was an old lady. Well, we we did say that. We wanted it solved by the time we got back to, from Japan. And they weren't having any of it. <laughs> we got back and it was just worse. It was worse. It was worse. Not even solved. And now we're into a bunch of, frankly, potentially pointless European elections. But let's not even go there. Because we don't do politics on this show. This show is about good news and stuff that's going to be quite entertaining. So, this is the um, names that I'm going to... We're gonna we're gonna go random, go completely random, and um, see what band name comes up for you. Are you ready? Right, and I'll, we'll do it a few times. Oh, you we'll put the oven. We'll do, we'll do it a few times and see how we get on. Are we, are we ready? Right into band names. Here we go. Amazing play. Charlotte Wonder. Charlotte and the Hats Five. Charlotte and the Moon Panic. Um, <laughs> Charlotte and the Prancing Knees. How about that? <laughs> the Amazing Heroes of the Moon. 
That is amazing band name. The Amazing Heroes of the Moon. I like that. Um, Prancing at the Disco. Soap Pack from Spiders. I quite like it. Soap Popping Pixies. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what would you like? What was your band name? This is a question of the podcast, by the way, but I'm asking it anyway. What would your ideal band name be? Snoozeville. Snoozeville, I like it. And then it's all just slow songs that you can sleep to. It'd just be that. If you if you replay me you clean and I fall asleep halfway yeah. through and it's like <laughs> And I think your I think your first album should be called Songs for Insomniacs. How about that? Yeah. As a, as an album name. Um, Songs from for Insomniacs and the train all the way to Sleepy Town. While I um, while I find the question of the podcast, can you let our listeners know where they can find Oh it? yes, I'm taking control oh, of the ooh, mic. <laughs> Don't get too close though. It's like My you're child. Alright, so um, you can go on Facebook and there's a magical thing called the search bar. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's magic. No, no, no never heard of it. <laughs> and you just, you just search us in there because you know we're so famous, we should come up first thing. <laughs> I don't know if we do, to be honest, but it's fine. Alright, Twitter. Right. Um, We've got a niche audience, Charlotte, a niche audience. There's a few of them. They love there. us. Yeah, they do. Okay, okay. Uh, and then Twitter, it's like, um, yeah, it's at uh, Holokindness. And I think that's. I think that's yeah. what it is. Email. Um, the kindnessproject.co.uk. Um, yeah. And yeah, Instagram. Ola Kindness, we do it at Ola Kindness. Yeah. You know what? I need to get a bit more Instagram in my life because, like, I've got a bunch of amazing photos that I just don't post anywhere. And, and I'm it, never off Instagram. Instagram's the place to be for that, isn't it? Yep. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Well, we'll give. We'll, I'll give. I'll give the old industry a bit more of a go. Finally so, found the question. This week's question of the podcast. It's another theoretical one. Oh God, I never get any good responses on these. Um, I think this one's slightly different. You decide to open a restaurant. What would you name it? What does in the signature dish be, and how would you make it unique? What would your answer be? Uh-uh. Um, we make great dishes out of people's leftovers. Oh! Um, what would you call the restaurant? I can't, I went all carry on there, didn't I? Oh! Um, what would you call the restaurant? Uh, great remains. <laughs> great remains? I don't know if I like that, but I do like the idea of a restaurant that uses... Um, uh, the remains like you bring in yesterday's dinner oh, and we make you something out of it well, that could work but I don't know if it would here's some spag bowl what are you, you going to make out of that bit of spag bowl uh, <laughs> no because you could I'm just packing the microphone there you go spag bowl two pair of 50 please <laughs> there's I've got some remains of spag bowl I'm going to make something creative out of that bang on some tabasco spaghetti and meatballs you could take the meat make them into meatballs and you could like you could do something fancy with the pasta. <laughs> I don't know. Just bang it in the microwave and give them a Or if you bring us sausages, we can make you some nice patties. And you never waste a s- sausage on a patty. <laughs> you have a sausage as a sausage, my friend. Don't worry about that. The the best thing, the best upscaling of a sausage, wrap it in bacon, pigs in blankets. We all know that. We all know that. It's just if you bring me a plate of breakfast, I could do that for you. But like, nah. Nah. Okay. So, but I tell you what, I like the idea of. I like the idea of 
a restaurant that uses the food that Tesco was going to throw away. And I'd call it Remains of the Day. How about that? No. You're not having that. You're not no. having that. Anyway, we, we can't think of a valid restaurant, but listeners, I'm sure you can. So feel free to uh, write in answers on a postcard. Type in. Please send us a postcard. You, you know what? Just stick a post-it note on our door and we'll see well, it. Do me a favour, genuinely. If you're listening to this, tweet me at Chris Danes and I will give you an address if you look trustworthy enough. Um, if we know you. And, and, you know what, if and we know you, you probably already know our if, address. If you're, if you're part of the Kindness Project community and you are a friend of the show, I might share, share our address. Mm-hmm. And um, if we get a postcard through, like a genuine like, paper postcard, you will get a special, special mention on the show. <laughs> Silent woo there. Um, and on that note, do you want to share your Twitter? My Twitter? Yeah. You don't really use Twitter. I don't really you? use Twitter. Brother. On that note, let's get on with the show. Kindness news. I'm making up for it by, by covering over your opera. Um, food edition. We've had a food edition. This one's great. New food edition. Yep. Go on then. Okay, uh, start with... Pregnant couple struggling on universal credit, overwhelmed by kindness of strangers. Love it. A pair of teenagers struggling to get by have been overwhelmed by donations from strangers. Uh, they're both 18 and they were forced to live on dry toast for three days because they were so poor. Oh, no. The couple who were on universal credit fell on hard times when one of them went on sick leave from shelf stacking at Asda, a general result of general anxiety disorder. Okay. Um, but the £230 a month he received quickly vanished on rent, cheap food, phone, top-ups, and public transport for hospital appointments. Yeah. As a last resort, the couple put out a heartfelt plea online and were overwhelmed by the response. A food hamper was delivered and now their fridge is packed with all the essentials. They've also been given bacon, fruit, soup, pasta, crisps, bread, and dozens of tinned goods at their home in Birmingham. The pair said the food hall will last them up to two months and will help four-week pregnant Lizzie to enjoy a healthy pregnancy. Yep. I love it. Absolutely love it. You know what? I've, I've been... I've never... I don't think I've ever been in a position where... All I've done is eat toast for three days. But I had been in a position in my life, probably late teens and early 20s, where I didn't have much money um, and and only uh, lived on noodles. And actually, pride stopped me from getting help at the time because I wanted to do it on my own. Um, But actually, I think if you're in um, in a desperate situation, putting your hand up and saying... I'm struggling and I need help. Yeah. People are kind, aren't they? People do help out. Um, and it looks like Lizzie and um, what's her husband's name? I don't think they're married. Wait, give All me right, a second. Lizzie and. I don't think I said their names. Uh, um, that's the wrong one. That's the, right. the article about. Uh, Lizzie and Jaden. L- Lizzie and Jaden are on the right track. Hopefully, they'll. Uh, hopefully, that package of food will genuinely help. And it goes back to that thing, Charlotte. Um, like, you look at what Tesco's and Esther's and Lidl and Waitrose and Sainsbury's throw away every single day. Mm. 
I often wonder whether that could be how much of that number one gets binned, how much of that could potentially go to a food bank and redistribute. Yeah. And if there's a smarter way of getting that food into the hands of people who really need it. Because let's, let's be honest, how many times, I mean, you and, you and mum love the whoopsie camper at Tesco's, don't you? Mm, it's but great. It, it is mayhem, isn't it? Of people fighting over low-priced food. Only on Sundays at 3pm. Okay, what happens on Sundays at 3pm? They put everything out right. at discounted prices and people literally fight for it. But I don't know whether they put everything out. I don't know whether some of it, like the baked goods or stuff like that, go automatically in the bin. And whether no, the baked goods come out. Yeah, but that's that day's baked goods. How about Wednesday's baked no, goods? No, it's Monday to Saturday baked goods. Yeah, so I don't know whether there's a better way of getting that stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Not sure. Uh, be, be interested to find out. If you do know, tweet us at Kindness. I was going to say .co.uk, but that's not the way Twitter works. But thank you for sharing that story. Yes. Right, so this week we've got an interview with Holly Price and Manish Nanda from WDP Cards. Now, Holly and Manish um, talk about this scheme that they've got, which effectively WDP help people who have had drug issues in the past to get mm. back to society. And um, the WDP card effectively um, uh, gives people the opportunity to buy goods and services at a discount while they're recovering. Would you like to hear more? Oh, yes. Thanks for coming on, Holly, and telling us a little bit about uh, DWP. Um, I've got a bunch of questions, but first of all, and I know there's a couple of you there, just tell me a little bit about you. Interesting. I am a capital card manager at WP. I have been with WDP about just over two years now. Okay. Um, so I've been in the field around eight years and as Manish said, I've been in a range of different roles from admin to um, criminal justice practitioner, worked in the prison, back in community, and then I joined WDP about two years ago in the business development team. Okay, cool. Help me understand. Uh, we'll, we'll get on to the rest of the questions, but what is the biggest misconception that people have about the criminal justice system? Because you've both worked in it. Okay. Um, you can, you know, you 
Okay, and what, and what for both of you? What made you make the transition from working sort of at, at the front line, so to speak, to working with WDB? that making a difference element, right? Isn't it? You're just being close to people and helping them. Is that what, sorry? It, it, I'd imagine doing what you're doing now is about making, continuing to make a difference, right? You know, supporting people yeah, and being able to help them. So tell us... Yeah. Yep. Agreed. And I think I think I'd share your optimism in terms of the fact that the majority of people are want to do positive stuff with their lives and are good. Um, but but certainly there there's there's stuff that that gets in the way and uh, often the often the problems more complex and nuanced than we give it credit for. Um, and and sometimes it's it's about just taking the time to um, understand the people who are going through this stuff, I think. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
It's an interesting one because, uh, you know, when you have a one, one-on-one conversation with somebody and uh, one, one of the things that we talk about a lot on the podcast and just uh, seem to get in a lot of conversations about is uh, the fact that it is okay to make mistakes. And if you, if, you, if you say that to anybody on a one-to-one basis, they go, yeah, of course it's okay to make mistakes. But as a, as a society, we've still got a stigma around making mistakes, I think. Change of perceptions. see that. So t- tell, us, um, tell us a little bit about WDP and how it started.
Okay. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, and what what do, what do you guys do uh, to support the uh, um, people who are struggling with the uh, drug habit? Is it is it typically sort of drop-in centres? Is it education programmes? And how do you get the service users to engage with what you're delivering? Okay. Okay. It's never that. It's never usually that in isolation, right? It's that compared with other contributing factors. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that, that's fair. And and um, uh, so it sounds really exciting in terms of the expansion as well. And it sounds like um, uh, uh, the WDP's expanding really uh, to support more people. Help me understand. I'd imagine there's also a lot of collaboration with. Um, other partners, isn't there? So you talked about the criminal justice system, mental health uh, support people, and that you tend to find that you've got a working collaboration with a lot of people to support uh, your users. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we, we wouldn't be anywhere without the partners that we work yeah. with. Yeah. So, um, you know, a big part of our role is, is filling the gap, and yeah. um, there's lots of different statutory services out there that, yeah. you know, like the police 
Yeah, go to yeah. And what we can do as a as a charity, um, you know, less less held back by the types of bureaucracy that you know the NHS or yeah. a, you know a police service might might encounter. We we're able to be quite nimble and, and get in there and, and mm. make those links, create partnerships, and, and try to be a bit forward thinking, innovative in the way mm. that we work. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that type of innovation is is obviously then what's led us to the capital card. Yeah, cool. We'll talk about the capital card in a minute, but just so I've got a bit more understanding of the organisation, what's the most, um, what, what, what do most service users get access to in terms of your suite of services? What, what, do, they, what do they tend to, to, to speak to you guys about the most? So, so what are they, uh, the people who come for you to help? Is it the emotional support they're there for? Is it, what, 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 what services as part of what WDP provide do your service users use the most? Okay. So you do an individual assessment, right? Yeah. Based on that. Um, anybody who comes into our service is there for structured support. Okay. It depends on the individual. Now I understand that. That makes sense. So, um, and again, we will talk about the capital card. But one one question that I didn't send to you guys, but I always try to ask people: just tell me one story about the work you do that. Um, typifies the impact you make in people's lives. What's your favourite story about the work you do that that, that effectively shows how awesome you are? <laughs> Okay. 
I think the interesting thing about that is having people who work with you that have been on that journey is a really good insight for the people who are using the service currently, I'd imagine. You know, you've got people with practical experience who have who have said, look, this is it's not easy, but this is possible. amazing so um, tell us a little bit about the capital card And, and in an environment of shrinking budgets, you know, I have to think create, 
chain to the owner and you know he knew that I'd worked at the service the drug service as he would call it yeah. and we just got to talking about the work that we did there and he you know he'd been running that shop for 25 years in Hackney um, and uh, you know he'd seen all sorts of people come and go and had an investment in the local community and, and I, I mentioned to him that you know uh, you know I had a fee paying customer I, I come in and really like uh, you know a haircut or a, and a wet shave yeah. it makes me So that was the first part of our interview with Holly and Manish. What did you think? It's good. Shall we move on to the end of the show? Go for. So, this is the end of the show. Do you want to do your little jingle? She stole my thunder. Go on in. She stole my thunder. I, I'll, I'm giving your thunder back to you. Tis the end! <laughs> I think you may have just broken the microphone. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> uh, poor baby. <laughs> poor baby microphone. Uh, uh, just done it again. I, the, the thing is, what Charlotte doesn't realise is when we're recording, I've got the like the recording software on my computer and I can see these spikes and literally the, the, the screen just went, ah! I've just done it. I've just, I've just done it. I've just done it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we should have a new... Uh, I reckon we should have a new segment. Um, Scream of the week. This is my one. Oh, oh. Sure. Not too loud. Do not break my software. That's not a scream. That's more of a club seal limping back to the beach. <laughs> right. So, it's not the end. It's never the end. Are you back with us, or are you just going to head back the table for a little while? Um, <laughs> why are you making that? That's more of a, or more of a screeching cat, isn't it? Yeah, it's the sound a cat makes when you accidentally step on it. <laughs> are you speaking from experience? <laughs> that's that's uh, that's the noise of sound makes when you accidentally step on it. Or so my friend told me. <laughs> did you, when, did, when, did, when was the last time you stepped on a cat? I haven't ever stepped on a cat. You've never ever stepped I on a cat? fell on a cat once. Wait, right, hold on, when did you fall on a cat? I don't know. I, I, remember, I remember tripping and landing, it was like right there. Right. Ages ago. Right, so what happened to this cat? <laughs> run away. Because I, I was getting up and the cat ran. Okay, so you arched your back like a cat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. I've never ever fell on a cat. <laughs> I have I've lived 41 years and you've lived 15 years and you're the one who's fell on a cat. <laughs> I've fallen on everything. What do you mean you've fallen on everything? I fall over all the time. Right, what's the weirdest thing you've fallen on? I, I fall off a lot of chairs, like even normal chairs. I fall off normal chairs. I'm just kind of I'm just sitting there normally, like a normal person would, which it's very difficult. I'm very fidgety, and I just kind of all of a sudden you just fall the, off. Yeah. So right. I just kind of slide off the edge. When, when you have now created next week's question of the podcast. 
What's the strangest thing you've either fallen off, on, or over? That's next week's script of the podcast. And I've never fallen over a cat. <laughs> what is? I've never fallen. I didn't even. Oh. I didn't even fall over the cat. I fell over a rock and fell on the cat. <laughs> The cat killer is. Um, Didn't kill the cat, just maimed it, tiny bit. You're like the Thanos of cats. No, he wiped out half the population of the, of the people. Alright, yeah. alright, Thanos. Spoiler! Right. Um, so Everyone this, knows. This it was like the biggest question, spoiler film of all time. This week's question of the podcast. I haven't even seen the end was, of the film, but I know it. was quite a um, nice one. People liked it. What would you love to be remembered for? And cheese. Wink cheese. <laughs> being the cat squasher extraordinaire. Um, and we had a few comments for this one. Not our best week, but decent enough. Roberta White said, I'd like to be known as being a kind, caring person who, who helps others. Do you want to do the next one? Stuart Winder? Yep. Winder Winder? <laughs> Stuart Winder Winder? <laughs> Stu Boy, Winder Winder Winder. <laughs> window, winder, window. We don't know whether your name is Winder or Winder or Winder Winder or Winder Winder. No, Winder Winder. <laughs> Wind down Stuart. the window. <laughs> so, Stuart Winder Winder. <laughs> Being kind, generous, and funny. Well, your name's certainly funny sometimes. <laughs> Stuart Winder Winder. <laughs> Winder uh, Winder. I, See, I'd go for Winder, and you'd go for... Winder. You say Winder, I say Winder. Let's call the... Old... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually understood that. Okay, I can't imagine that reference. I don't know where it's from, but I... I, 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 I got Russell Dames, uh, friend of the show. Not such a Dames, Deems, Dooms, Drames. Dames, Dooms. Dooms, Dames. <laughs> so, oh, so Deems Dums. <laughs> I think I'd like to be remembered for the person who I am now, not the person I used to be. And that's a fair comment, isn't it? Because I think the reality is you should have the opportunity to change people. Why is everyone putting kisses at the end of their um, message? Don't know. Uh, Hayden said, I would hope to be remembered as someone who was a calm, caring, always encouraging, uh, somebody who put others first. Uh, the kids will probably just remember Psycho Bump. And John Cook said, just to even be remembered is nice, as insignificance is a huge fear, but if for something specific, then for being a good, honest person. Nadine said... Stevenson? Yeah. Stevenson? <laughs> Stevenson, Stevenson. <laughs> Stevenson, Stevenson. <laughs> Stevens. Helping others. Nadine, kiss, kiss. And Nadine is amazing for helping others. P. 
Patrick Luong-Long. Well, we know it's Luong because he's been on the show. Has he? Yes. The ultimate question for your podcast community, your clients, and indeed everyone, how how do your clients feel when when you ask them that question? Would you ask your friends that question? What? What would you like to be remembered for? Yeah, sure. Why not? Can you? And next week, come back to us and... I'll do it now. Every oh, two right, seconds. Right, right, right. I have Instagram. And then I, I went back to Patrick. You have to tell us what you'd like to be remembered for. So Patrick said, so many things, too many perhaps. Being kind, thoughtful, authentic, trying to better myself, getting people to the world, living their own world differently. Fun, lovely, cheap, fun, cheeky, lover of food, especially buffets. Being on the dance floor, encouraging people and connecting people. And I know that Patrick does a lot of all that already. And as Charlotte asks her friends what they think, that's it for this week's podcast. Say bye, Charlotte. Bye.